0: Welcome back to the Leading the Pack podcast. This is what, episode 17, I think. We're on the Wendell Clark uh, episode, the Devontae Adams episode, I guess you can say. So this week, it's draft week. And I'm gonna try and basically focus on the draft this week, but there's other things that have happened and... (sighs) Uh, So, let's get this... Right out of the way first, before I want to get before I get into talking about the draft and explaining to you what I'm going to be doing with the, with this draft episode, let's talk about the European Super League. Now, I don't really talk about soccer all that much. You know what? Actually, I'll save this for a separate thing. I'll do something else. Uh, I'll do something else. Explaining the the Italian, the the Italian, the European Super League, but basically it's this band. It's probably not going to happen now, but that's about it. That's done with, or not that it's done with. I'm not going to talk about it this episode. So as much as I really want to talk about it, which isn't all that much because I don't really talk about soccer on here a lot, but I will say I had something recorded yesterday that was supposed to go up on Instagram or sorry on Monday because I'm recording this on Tuesday as usual. I had something recorded to go up on Monday. That didn't happen because of the news that came out today. I'll still I'll redo it another day. Pro- basically basically just talking about why it doesn't work for soccer and why it goes against what like the original creators of soccer and what all these clubs are really meant for, but that's for another time. Uh, Another thing I was going to discuss in that video was the Jake Paul fight, and because that video isn't going to be coming out now, I'll talk about it real quick. That was a waste of money if you bought it. I'm sorry if you spent money on that fight. That was a joke. Oh boy. That was a joke to the sport of boxing, and that's about all I want to talk about it because I don't really want to give Jake Paul that attention. Anyways, we got the NFL Draft coming up this week, and excuse me. It's, a, it's an interesting draft. Got a lot of QB talent this year. There's some really great talent coming up, uh, coming up this year. My, one of the rookies I'm excited to watch next year is Kyle Pitts. Now, instead of going, doing a mock draft, I don't, like really, do, I don't really like doing mock drafts, to be honest with you. <sighs> the reason for that, a lot of the times when you do a mock draft, a, the draft is basically a dartboard. You're throwing a dart, hoping to God it sticks, okay? Not every prospect that gets drafted in the first round is going to be a star. Not every dra- prospect that gets drafted in the later rounds is going to be a bust. You're basically drafting somebody in hopes that they become the player that you expect them to be or better. Nobody expected Devontae Adams, who was, I think, a fourth-round pick, to be the number one receiver in the league right now. Aaron Rodgers, he was supposed to go number one overall, fell to number 24. Nobody expected Ryan Leaf, who was drafted first... No, sorry, second overall after Peyton Manning, to be a bust. Every QB that is drafted by the Browns, except for Baker Mayfield, in the first round has been a bust. How many players can you name off the top of your head, first round talents that went nowhere? Laquan Treadwell. You had um, who's the Titans' line, uh, lineman that was just traded? I can't remember his name. Wilson, I think it was. I think it was Isaiah Wilson. How many times have you seen players drafted in the first round in any sport? It's not just about football. Any sport, the draft is a crop shoot. It doesn't matter if it's the NHL. It doesn't matter if the NFL, NBA, MLB. Anytime there's a draft, you're basically hoping that player becomes who they are more. That's why I don't really like doing mock drafts. That's why I don't really care to do a mock draft. Because as much as I can say, oh, the 49ers, they can really use a QB. Zach Wilson's the guy. You don't know if that's how it's gonna be. You don't know if you know if it sticks. You don't know if that team trades a player or not. As much as it's fun, it's not something I really like to do because it's, I find it's a waste of time. But instead of you know going through all that stuff, I basically have the draft list right here. So the picks, all the all the picks that are here in order. So instead of doing doing it by team, I'm doing it by first round. So it's sort of like a mock draft, but at the same time, it's not really. I'm basically just going through team needs. That's about it. I don't even, can't even tell you if there's actually teams that are missing in here or not. The Rams are missing in here. I know that. I just had it opened up. But at the end of the day, they're, you know, mock drafts, I don't really find them that fun to do. But, so, instead of doing that, I'm just going to talk about, you know, team needs and all that. So, first off, we have, that's, you know, yeah, we'll just jump right into it instead of dragging this on. Because this might go, for, go on for a while. Now, the first team that we have is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we know who they're taking number one overall. So, instead of just saying Trevor Lawrence, uh, sorry. Let me explain this. So this is team needs going into the 2021 NFL draft. So this is team needs after, like, what the team needs after free agency. So the Jags, we all know who they're taking first overall. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence. So instead of just saying Trevor Lawrence, it's basically not to turn Trevor Lawrence into Blake Bortles. Uh, If if they can do that, that'd be fantastic because that is one of the biggest, one of the best QB talents, one of the best QB prospects, like, you know to be coming into the league, I think for the first time in who knows how long. We haven't seen anybody of this like, uh, this stature. And who, like, who was the last one? I think the last QB to have you know this kind of like stature around them has to be Aaron Rodgers and or Alex Smith. This is a pretty big. This is a. This is one of the biggest QB prospects, I think of recent memory. I can't really think of anything anybody else. Jared Goff, maybe. But at the end of the day, Jared Goff. You know, hindsight twenty twenty, not so much. But at the time, it could have been Jared. Uh, you can compare the sort of to Jared Goff. So basically, if you're the Jags, you're trying your hardest not to have Trevor Lawrence be a bust. You want Trevor Lawrence to be Trevor Lawrence. Oh boy, stop shaking, because then I'm going to have to hear other stuff in the... Fu- in... Why is this thing shaking? Okay, stay. Why are you shaking? I really hope this doesn't come up in the video. Or sorry, in the final edit. Great. So, now that I got distracted, the next uh, next up, the uh, New York Jets. Uh, basically, because we know that they're going to be taking a QB, trading Sam Darnold to the, to the Panthers, it's what they need going into this twenty twenty one draft. Patience with one, you know, with young QBs. I think they gave up on Sam Sam Darnold way too quick. That's somebody that you know could be a great QB on this team, but you know they didn't build a team around them. He had a garbage coach for his entirety the his entirety of the Jets. You know his tenure with the Jets. You know going into this into this draft, have patience with your young QB. Doesn't matter who you draft. I don't care if it's Justin Fields, if it's Zach Wilson. These are highly touted QB prospects. Same way as it was, what was it, twenty eighteen, when he was drafted, Sam Darnold. These are highly touted QB prospects. Have patience with them. They're gonna have to grow. You don't supply them with the players to play a proper o line or whatever, or a good coach. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna be who they who you expected them to be. Meanwhile, if I'm if I was the Jets, I feel like I gave up too quick on Sam Darnold, but you have the second overall pick. At the same time, I think you take advantage of that. So, them trading him away, it's something anything I think anyone would have done. If you have the chance to draft either Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, it doesn't matter which one. Uh now the 49ers pick, um It's not moving. The 49ers pick, I kind of felt like it's going to be Zach Wilson. I feel like the Jets are going to go with uh, Justin Fields. So, for the 49ers pick, I said a QB with looks like Jimmy G, but with a better arm. So, that is basically Zach Wilson. He's got that, I don't, I don't know, he's just a good looking kid, that guy. So, you know, that's all I hear about my mom saying that Jimmy G is how good, he, how good looking he is. And then you have Zach Wilson, who's younger too, and has a better arm. 49ers want to use a QB like the if your 49ers want a QB like that I say go for a QB like that That's that's basically how it's gonna go and Then you got who else then up next is the Falcons The uh, Falcons over here. I feel like they're going with Cal Pitts But I said O line DB linebacker someone that knows the Heimlich because of how much they choke I didn't necessarily put Kyle Pitts on here because they have uh, what's his name again? I can't remember his name. Not Jalen Hurts. Why can't... Oh my gosh, Hurd. Hurd. Can't remember his name. They already have a tight end. Who is actually pretty good. Now, Cal Pitts is better than him. He's the he's the best prospect, I think, in this draft. And a lot of people think in this uh, going into this draft. That's why I feel like it's going to be Cal Pitts. But I do feel like they need O-line... A good DB, good linebackers, they can really use, but somebody like that you can get in the second round. That's not necessarily what you need. I think if you're you're the Falcons, I think you can draft Penny Sewell here, but I'm going to save that prospect for pick right after. I think they might go with Cal Pitts, just because he is the best prospect in this draft. Not saying that he's should be the best player necessarily, but the best prospect. Excuse me, the best and most raw prospect. Like if you've watched the Gators games that he's played in, he has he's got to be one of the most talented players on this team. And the reason for that is look at Cal play and the throws that he's making to him. A lot of people say Cal Trask could be a first round talent, but I if you look at the throws that he's making, I don't really think so. And if to see Cal Pitts catching those throws. That's what makes him, you know, one of the best prospects right now in the going into this draft. So I feel like the Falcons are going to draft him. I also don't, not too sure. I feel like it's going to happen because of how big of a prospect he is. But I also still think that they need really need O line, like especially they just Alex Mack just walked. I feel like they can use an O lineman here, but I'll. I also think another team is going to try and pick him. I think it's going to go Kyle Pitts because of the Falcons and he's if he's available they're going to, any team that any team that has a chance to pick Kyle Pitts other than the Jags, Jets and 49ers at 1, 2 and 3, I think they're going to take him. Now I got the Bengals up next with the 5th overall pick and this is the only team that I legit put a name for and not a position. Like, other than the Jags, Trevor Lawrence not turning him into Blake Bortles. That's the only one that a name is there instead of a position. Because we know Trevor Lawrence is going to go first overall. But the Bengals, we know that there's only one player that they really need. If he's available at this spot and the Falcons don't take him and take Kyle Pitts. Uh, And that player is Penny Sewell. uh, And that's the only option. That's the only option if you're the Bengals. Because if you... like. He would look great for one in that in the new Bengals jerseys. I think he'd look fantastic. You know what else would look fantastic in that Bang- in the Bengals jersey playing all seventeen games next year? Joe Burrow with a fully healthy ACL, and if you have Pene Sewell blocking his his blind side, yeah, you might have Joe Burrow the full season next year. Joe Burrow is running for his life behind that old line, and if they can draft. Pene Sewell, I think they're going to be good. Ne- not that they're going to be good next year. I think he's going to be fine next year. I think he's going to be able to actually play. So that's the only player I think the Bengals should draft at all. Like, after out of everybody, that's the only one that they draft. There's literally no one that you should draft. If you have to trade down to pick Pene Sewell, pick him. I do not care. Pick him. There's literally no one else that you need. I don't care if he wants to if he wants to if he wants to uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? If he wants to be playing with Jamar Chase again, I don't care if he wants that reunion. If I'm the Bengals, you want Jamar, you want Joe Burrow, fully healthy, being able to throw to the good receivers that they already have as is. They don't need Jamar Chase. You got T. Higgins. You got um Tyler Boyd. And you have Joe Mixon in the backfield. You don't need Pen, you don't need Jamar Chase. You need A Sewell so that Joe Mixon can get the runs, so that Joe Burrow can have pass protection. There's literally no one else that they need at all. That's all I'm saying. The next up, we have the Dolphins. Uh, I just put the best available player that's not a QB. That's there's no one really that they need. They're, sorry, well, it's not that there's no one that they need. They have some pretty good. Uh, they have a pretty good running back. I think. Um, what's his name? I th- I think Tua Veloa is going to be a good QB of the in the future. I think people are doubting him already, which is too fast for a young QB. It's that was, this was only this was his rookie season. They got Devontae Parker, and now they just signed Will Fuller, and so they have them at wide receiver. Maybe you draft jamar chase here to be that second to be uh the number one receiver of the f- in the future it could happen there's also you can uh, you can also drop Devonte parker Bar- uh, Devonte parker here if kyle pitts is available you could pair him up with uh mike Ziski. there's a lot that you can do here whoever it's at this point the best available player at that's available that's not a qb and it's got to be the best available player that they see is the best available player. Not that we say is the best available player. Because remember, people like us, we're, we don't work in the NFL for a reason. They're, they're working there for a reason. So that's just how it is. It's the best player that they, that, that they find available. Next up is Detroit, and I literally just put anyone competent... And in brackets, a bracket to put, that's not a tight end because I think that the only competent player that they have other than Jared Goff right now is, um, I guess Jared Goff, he's a competent QB, but he's not what Matthew Stafford was, but the only competent player that they have right now, I think is TJ Hawkinson, Kenny Galladay signed with the Giants. I think it was. Yeah. Galladay signed with the Giants and I think they still got Marvin Jones, or I think he left them i think he left too. i can't remember to be honest with you it's the lions this is support like this is a rivals packer that i literally do not give a crap about in like i don't give a shit about them in the sense that like they bore me like packers lions games yeah the lions give the packers a, a beating or not a beating but a hard time but it's boring compared to the other games like it I'd much rather watch anybody else play. Detroit has to be one of the most irrelevant teams right now. I'm sorry to all Detroit fans because I know that there's a lot of Detroit... Not that sorry to a lot of Detroit fans. But I know that there's a lot of Detroit fans out there. I'm not sorry to what I just said. They aren't that relevant. They're not on the relevancy of the Jags or whatever, but they're not that relevant. Actually, the Jags right now are a little more relevant because they have the first overall pick. The Lions, they bore me. But literally anyone that's competent. I don't care if it's Jamar Chase, if it's... um, Devontae Parker, I don't care if it's somehow Pene Sula, number seven if the Bengals don't take him. I don't care who it is, if it's a defensive end, if it's a cornerback. Anybody that is competent, that can play on your team, draft them. Just draft them. Make the the Packers rivals... Oh, my God, English is hard. Make the Packers-Lions rivalry great again. Sorry, good for once. Next is the Panthers. I put DB, I guess. I can't really say what they really need. I would say, like, usually, like, a lot of the time with the drafts, I say draft the linemen because they are the most, that is the most important position. And if there's a good lineman available, you take him. Like, an offensive lineman. But other than that, their linebackers are pretty good. They have some pretty good defensive ends. They just got uh, uh, Sam Darnold. At QB Their wide receivers are DJ Moore I think it is I I literally can't remember his name I get the Curtis Samuel signed with the Jets I think it was So it's DJ Moore that I'm thinking of DJ Moore And Robbie Anderson And then They still got Christian McCaffrey Who's a wide receiver option At running back Tight end is somebody I think that they can use over here if somehow Cal Pitts is at number eight, which I doubt is going to happen, because I, because th- I, like I said, I think the Bengals would take him, or not the Bengals. I think the Dolphins would take him if they have the chance. But I still think he's going to go to the Falcons. If that's the case where Cal Pitts is available, yeah, you take him. Of course, you take him. But I don't really, I don't really think a lot of these teams necessarily need like a running back like running backs you can draft in the later rounds you i wouldn't like unless he is a top tier running back talent then i don't really see them taking one they don't need a running back for sure they don't really need a receiver unless you want that third receiver or like a receiver for the future where you could put him at one or two or three excuse me so i think that you put db they got jeremy chin who I think is going to have a breakout season this year. Other than that, there's not, there aren't really too many guys, but the Panthers, I think, have a pretty good team where they have competent players like around the team. At this point, it's whatever the best option is. Like I said, DB, I guess, but really I think it's the best option that's there. The best option that is available for the uh, for the Panthers take them to basically have an upgrade for that position. Not that they're going to be that in that position right away. Where say you draft like a Jamar Chase or uh, Devontae Parker, you're not going to put him as the wide receiver one right away. You're going to let him develop, put him at two, three or two. That's what I think the Panthers are going to do. I think they're in a good position. You literally draft anybody and with the eighth pick, and it's going to be upgrade. It's going to be an upgrade, but. I think you have him, but you can not have to play him like as a starter every game so that he could develop a little bit more. Then you got Denver. Um I literally said a QB that's not Drew Locke. I don't think Denver uh I don't think Drew Locke is that good of a pick. And that's about it. Like Drew Locke kind of stinks. I'm not trying to give up. I'm not that kind of guy that likes to give up on people right away, but he isn't that good. He's not that good. I feel like if they have a chance to draft the QB at this spot, I also am not John Elway, so I know that Q, uh, just because a QB is six foot five white, and sorry, six foot five and white doesn't mean that he's gonna be good. I would have got I'd go with anybody at QB over here that's available. I don't think it's gonna be Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. I think it's gonna be Trey Lance that you can draft over here. But it's John Elway, so I'm a little too optimistic about them drafting Trey Lance here. Next up, we have the Cowgirls. Uh, I mean, the uh, Cowboys. Uh, I think the things that they need the most is a new GM, a new head coach. But, new uh, you know, drafting an O-lineman isn't that bad because they their O-line kind of su- sucked this year. And then... Where, where are they? Uh, Sorry. O-lineman or anybody on defense... I feel like like you can anybody like the best available def, uh, defense defenseman the best the best available player on defense here I think could be a good pick I don't care if it's a safety if it's a defensive end if it's a linebacker if it's a cornerback if it's a nose tackle de- uh, d- uh defensive tackle I don't care who it is anybody that's the best available uh, player on defense here it or o line you take him if you're the Cowboys. Their O line stunk this year, so Ezekiel Elliott had a shit season. Their defense did not look that good this year. Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence, oh, now what's his uh, what's his name? Lawrence, the defensive end, he's a little too overrated in my opinion. If you're the cowgirls, uh, f- that was actually a joke. That was actually not. Me- I did not mean to say that this time. If you're the Cowboys, you take the best available defense uh, defender. I'm talking like it's hockey. You take the best available player on defense or the best available offensive lineman. That's it. Where are we now? We are on the Giants. How much time have we uh, been talking about this for? Ah, twenty-four minutes. Twenty-four minutes. That's great. I'm just still on pick eleven. So the Giants here. Basically, what I said too is the best available. What I tried saying is the best available player on offense. Maybe not a running back because you have. Saquon Barkley, and you have uh, the backup running back. I can't remember his name now. If it's a QB, I don't think they're going to take him. I think they're going to stick with Daniel Jones. I would take him or take a a QB here, but they just drafted Jones a couple years ago. I don't think they're ready to give up on him. I don't care if you go with uh, Devontae Parker or Jamar Chase. Somehow if uh, Kyle Pitts is available, I would so take him because Evan Ingram is not that good of of a tight end. I don't know how he made the Pro Bowl last year. He led the league, I think, in drops for tight ends. He isn't that good. So if you can draft the tight end here, if you can draft anybody on the offense, on the offensive side here, I think you do. Because their defense is looking pretty darn good. Next up, we got the Eagles at the 12th overall pick. I literally said wide receiver. And don't make it an out of the, you know, an out of the box wide receiver. If Devontae Parker or Jamar Chase are here Or any other good receiver are here You take them You take them Give Jalen Hurts weapons Give Jalen Hurts weapons You don't need a running back You don't Give Jalen Hurts weapons The Chargers, I said O-line are tight end They lost Hunter Henry for the, in free agency this year He went to the Patriots You know, O-line is not always a, a bad pick A bad choice to go with for the draft. Tight end they can use. They have wide receivers. They have a running back. They have a QB. Maybe you go with somebody on defense. A DB or a linebacker. doesn't matter. I think that you can go with the tight end. Because you did lose Hunter Henry this year. That's the Chargers. And the 14th overall pick. Vikings. I said O-line. If you watch the Viking games this year. You can tell that they can use an O-lineman. Maybe you go with the QB here to develop on their... Uh, the, the, to, uh, to develop under what's his name Kirk Cousins But I think you go with the O-line Because if you saw their O-line this year It was pretty abysmal Next up we got the Pats They made a lot of moves in free agency So I'm not too sure where you would go if you're the Pats They can still use I think it's a safety On, def- on the defensive side I also put O-line because as usual It's not a bad pick to go with an o lineman Even if you gotta you know Have them develop uh, I also don't think they're going to be able to play right away on the O line on the on the Patriots O line. Maybe if it's a guard, I think because I know they got Isaiah Win. They still they lost Joel Tooney, so they can use a guard there. They still got they re-signed um, David Andrews. Maybe you go with the guard there. You put somebody uh, you draft somebody that you can develop. I also said wide receiver. I don't think the receivers that they drafted this year are good enough. Who did they draft again this year? Uh, it was... Oh, boy. Who was it they drafted this year? I know... Or not signed They signed uh, Nelson Aguilar, and there was one more. Oh, Kendrick Bourne. That's who it was. They dra- They signed Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar to a, t- uh, to a deal... I don't think those are true number one receivers. Those are number two or number number two and three receivers. Maybe you find N'Kil, maybe Nikhil Harry has a sorry. Maybe Nikhil Harry has a breakout season, or somebody else on the team has a breakout season and becomes a number one receiver. I don't know if that's going to be the case. You can take a receiver at that spot. You can go with an O lineman or DB, like I said. Uh, it was safety. I think that they need. That's the Pats number sixteen. You got the Cards. Cornerback or tight end. They have a great safety in Budda Baker. I think they can use a cornerback after Patrick Petter, uh, P, after after Patrick Peterson left. Tight end to give uh, Kyler Murray some more weapons. They're great. They're good on receiver. They just signed James Conner in the back for the backfield. I think you can drive somebody at, at tackle or uh, sorry at old at the o line doesn't matter there it's again for them it's i for the cards i think it's the best player at this at their or that's the best available player vegas i said o-line they traded away trent brown they can use a tackle they trade they also traded away uh hudson so they they have they're missing their their center they're missing their tackle dropped that's basically what they need is a tackle or an o-lineman the Dolphins up next at 18 I said refer to pick 6 or trade pick for a player here so basically the best available player that's not a QB or if you want you could trade you can use that pick to trade it for somebody else if you have to use the 6th the overall pick because we're seeing things with Deshaun Watson going to the to the to Miami in exchange for Tunga Vailoa and first round picks if you have to do that, you can do that. I still think don't give up on Tungavailoa yet. I think he's going to be a good QB in the future. I think that, like I said, refer to pick six. So the best player, the best available player at that position. Uh, where are we right now? We are at the Washington no-names now. So now that we got the non-playoff teams out of the way, now we're on to the actual playoff teams. So these are the wild card teams. Ah, uh, the Washington No Names. I said a QB, even though they drafted two legends, or sorry, drafted. They signed two legends. You you're gonna you should draft a QB that can play and learn behind Fitz, and then next year can play behind Heineke if you if anything, or is right to come in next year. Heineke, I don't think is is gonna play this year, or is gonna be the starter this year. They have, so it's gonna be a battle between Heineke and Fitz. I think if you have a QB like a rookie QB in there to learn from them, that'd be a good way for them to learn. Fitz really helped um, Tunga Vailoa to, to learn how to be a QB in this league. He's gonna teach. He's gonna. He's one of the best teachers there is. He's a great player, or not a great player. He's a great guy to learn behind. I don't really see them going with the wide receiver or anybody else. Maybe they go with the if there is a wide receiver at that spot, you take them. You know, if there's a if you want to go for a QB in the later rounds, you can. You go for anybody like tight end, receiver, anybody on the offense. Really, you can really you can use because their defense is good. It's just that their offense can use a little bit more help. I still think that they should go with the QB here. If not, drop the QB in the second round. M- make a move for I don't know for a wide receiver or somebody here. But at the same time, you can you know do the reverse. Pick a uh, pick a QB in the first round, receiver, tight end, whatever in the later rounds. Uh, next up got the Burs, the Bears. I don't know how they, how do they pronounce it in Chicago. The Chicago Bears. Uh what I put here, I think, it was a great thing. What put, a little QB, a literal QB that can be a QB. Not Mitch Trubisky that is a QB that can, you know, be a def- a Packers defender. You want a QB that is actually I think if I I don't think Trey Lance is gonna be at this spot, but with how I went off with But with how I think it's going to go, I think Trey Lance can end up here, depending on team's needs. If you have a QB at that spot, like a good QB at that spot, not like a Kyle Trask, but if you have a good QB in that spot, you take him, develop under Andy Dalton. Next year, after Dalton's contract is up, or you just cut Dalton, goodbye. Goodbye, you use that QB. Indy, I said the best available player. Indy's got a very complete team. They have a they have a QB under with um with Carson Wentz. Excuse me. They have uh wide receivers. They have a running they have two, sorry, three good running backs. Excuse me. They have a fantastic goal line. They have a really good defense. They have an all-pro player in the for, uh, defensive tackle, the DeForest Buckner. They did lose Justin Houston, so maybe use somebody at defensive end, maybe you go with the best available player there. If these are, if it's a defensive end, they have some good cornerbacks, maybe you go with the cornerback or a safety there to, to, bol- to bolster it up. Whatever the best available player is there for Indy and going into the later picks in the first round, a lot of these these guys is uh, the best available pick, you use that. You pick them. Next up, the Titans. Uh, I said uh, anyone on the, the best available defensive player uh, available? Anyone on defense they can really use? They lost David Davian Clowney who only had zero socks last year. Yeah, uh, anybody that's available on defense for the Bengals, I think is a... Or sorry, not the Bengals. Anybody available on defense for the Titans is a very good and safe choice for them. They have some good offensive players. You have Ryan Tannehill under center. You have what's his name. You have some good. You have a good O line. Maybe you draft an O lineman here because your other O line that you drafted last year on right ta- uh, right tackle sucked. Was had a very bad like performance, not on the field, but like was a ho- had no motivation. It looked like maybe you go with somebody there. It's the best. The best available p- defensive player or an old lineman here. For the Jets, I said uh, with the twenty-third overall pick, the Jets got this pick. I think it was from the Jets got this pick from Seattle. This was in the G the the Jamal Adams uh, trade over here. This just get somebody that your QB could or that your QB can play with or lineman that can play that he can play behind. Literally anyone on offense if you ask me. The next up we have Pittsburgh. Uh there's theirs is I think a simple uh o-line or someone that doesn't do TikTok dances, so basically an o-lineman. You Morckie, Pouncy. Was it Morckie's Pouncy? One of the Pouncy twins, retired from the NFL. Both of them retired from the NFL last year. One of them was the center for the Steelers. So you lose him. You lose another offensive lineman in free agency this year. You lose two of your starting offensive linemen. I think you are going to have a hard time, you know, protecting your QB who already had a bad elbow injury in the uh, in the past and is getting up there in age. So over here, you go with an o lineman without a doubt. You go with an o lineman. You don't need anybody on defense at this spot. You need an o lineman. The Jags, I said, refer to number to pick twenty three. Uh, so literally someone that can play. With their new QB or a lineman, literally anyone. So you're picking somebody that can play with Trevor Lawrence or can protect Trevor Lawrence, so you don't have a Joe Burrow catastrophe, where he tears an ACL in his rookie season and doesn't win Rookie of the Year. Next, it's the Browns. Like I said, with the with the picks in the later in the later the later picks of the first round, it's gonna be a lot of them are gonna be the same. The bronze, I said the best available player, they have a pretty complete team. Wherever you need a player, whatever that whatever the best player that's available here, if it's a wide receiver, if it's a running back, if it's a running back, even though well, they don't really need running backs here. If it's a wide receiver, if it's a tight end, if it's a lineman, cornerback, linebacker, doesn't matter what it is, whoever the best available player is here, you pick them. That's the Browns. Next is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Theirs is just wide receiver. Somebody that Lamar Jackson can throw to so he doesn't have to run all the time. Because if you're... To win, you need to be able to throw the ball. Not just have your QB run for his life. So if I'm the Ravens, I'm going for a wide receiver here. That's about it. The Saints... It's difficult to say for the Saints because it's weird. Do you go for a QB that can play behind uh, Jameis Winston? Do you go for a QB that can play behind... That can be a third... That's basically going to be your third QB. To watch, to play behind Jameis Winston and Tyson Hill. Even though Taysom Hill has a, signed a, like, a four-year extension. Do you go with the wide receiver? A DB because you lost... You had to cut a lot of guys in free agency. Do you go with a defensive end because you lost Trey Hendrickson? It's hard to say over here. This is a weird team right now. I say this is the best. Whoever the best available player is, basically that's it. Except for running back again for them, they got running backs. The best available player at this position, or at the best, the best available player at that spot, is basically what you're going to go with if you're the Saints. Then you got the Packers, and no, not a receiver is going to be picked at this spot. Not because I think that. I don't think that they are but because I don't think they need to pick a receiver at this spot they need a DB that can not allow 40yard runs from tiny white receivers I'm sorry Scotty Miller if you ever watch this somehow watch this but Kevin Kevin King kind of screwed that up so that's why I'm a little salty and I said that if I'm if I'm the Packers you pick a DB and not somebody that's gonna be starting right away. That's for sure. You're not gonna be having you're not gonna throw the rookie right in. That's why they signed Kevin King. If I'm the Packers, you pick a DB, that's it. That's about it. Uh, you don't need anything else except for DBs, wide receiver you can pick in the second round. The Bills, I said the best available player here, but I should have I might I should have changed that. That should be your running back. They can really use a good running back. I don't think Devin Singletary is it. If Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard is available at this spot, I would go with him. You know, I'm gonna represent my Canadian boys. I like him. I'd like to see him on the Bills. That's that. Bills really need a running back. That's they're also a pretty complete team. So I, the further down we go in this draft list, because that's usually how it works. The more complete teams are gonna be the better ones. The more the more complete teams we see, it's gonna be the best available player. But for the Chiefs, I said a tackle. They just lost, or they cut both tackles so they can really use one. They signed um, Kyle Long. Kyle Long. They said they, uh, he came out of retirement to go play for the, uh, for the Chiefs. I don't think that's going to be enough. I think they should draft a tackle here. If not, you trade up and draft one or trade down and draft one. And then we have the Bucks' best available player. It's the Bucks. They just won the Super Bowl. That's that. I really hope. You know what? Just give me a second. I just want to check to see if my thing is still recording. Uh, what are we at over here? Yeah, we still good. Okay, we still good. Oof. But yeah, so that's the first round of the NFL draft. I'm not gonna go past the first round. Like, the first round took 40 minutes as is. That's about going to be that for the NFL draft I think it's going to be an interesting draft It's a pretty good draft, talent-wise It's not like the NHL draft this year Where I couldn't tell he was going to go first overall Uh, Excuse me But, who do you guys think your team is going to pick? That's what I want to know let me know, and if you're watching this on YouTube, tweet at me. Put it on. Tell me on Instagram. It doesn't matter. Who do you think your team is gonna pick? Who do you want your team to pick? I'll put a poll up on Instagram. On uh, I'll put a poll up on Instagram tomorrow during the draft. That's that. I'll do a video talking about the European Super League, but that's that. Uh, not really much I want to talk about. The last thing I really want to talk about for uh, for today. Uh if you own a Patty Marlowe jersey, and if it's signed, yeah, that is that thing is going to be worth a little bit more. Patty Marlowe broke the record for the most games played in NHL history. He last night he played his 17th. Or sorry, two nights ago, because when this drops, I forgot. Monday night, Patty Marlowe played his 17th seven, 1768th NHL game, breaking Gordie Howe's 1767 game record. And the season ain't done yet. He's got a few more games to go. I think he's about like 10 more games to go. That is an incredible feat to say. Now, the question is going now I, I've had some people ask me before ask me if that record is going to be broken. And of course it's going to be broken. Any record is going to be broken. The re- like records are meant to be broken. So do I think it's going to be broken? Of course it's going to be broken. Do I do I expect it to be anytime soon? I don't really expect that. I think that's going to be I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime cuz we didn't see that we didn't see this record broken for what? 50 years now. That's how long it took. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. Probably, it most likely won't happen in our lifetime. If it does, that's amazing to say. That you saw two players break the most... Or set the record for the most wins in NHL... The most games played in NHL history. But congrats to Patty Marlowe. Maple Leaf legend. Uh, That's an amazing feat. That's incredible. Anyways... That's all for this week. I don't really know what else to say. You can follow me on Instagram. At Bonavolta. This, at, sorry. At Bonavolta. You follow me on Twitter. At Bonavolta underscore. Follow the podcast on Instagram. At leading the pack pod. Check, us, uh, check me out on YouTube. Check the podcast out on YouTube. For the full video version. Follow me on TikTok. If you want to. At Bonavolta At Bonavoto underscore with a capital B All the socials are underneath But That's all for this week Enjoy the draft Weather's getting better Enjoy the weather And oh I got vaccinated today I should say that too So yeah if That's that's a cool thing You know if you're If you want to go for the vaccination I'd say go for it If not I'm not going to force you But I will say, take the vaccination so that we can all be safe once again and we can go back to spending $20 on a single beer at Maple Leaf Games. I'll see y'all later. Ciao.